This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Some might call me a pusher, and we're not talking of evil stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you kindly. Kelly McDonald here. Um, I'm talking about ways in which you can consume the program. For sure. I was talking tune-in radio earlier. I was pushing that. Oh, oh tunes often. And, of course, uh, Radio Player Canada. But now I'm talking about podcasts. Subscribe to the Kelly and Company podcast using your favorite podcast platform. We're not fussy. We're all over the place. So you just do a search for Kelly and Company AMI-audio. There's a whole bunch of content there that you can check out. But remember, we're available to you. And when you're in there, maybe give us a rating and review. As mentioned, I'm the host of the program, Kelly McDonald, my co-host over there in Toronto at our home studio, Ramya Muthan. Well, this week, you can take part in something really, really fascinating and fun. Canadians can have their say on the future of vision research in Fighting Blindness Canada's second annual Eye on the Cure. So what exactly is Eye on the Cure? It's a competition that awards three prizes, totaling up to $100,000 for the most promising projects that hope to advance uh, progress in vision research. And we want to learn all about this. They're already in the midst of um, putting it all together and taking part. Your your involvement as an audience member is up. So we want to learn more about it with Dr. Larissa Moniz, Director of Research and Mission Programs at Fighting Blindness Canada. Dr. Moniz, thank you for coming on Kelly and Company. Nice to have you back on. Yeah, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's talk, um, first of all, as a reminder, a little bit about yourself. Do you mind telling us why this work resonates with you? Absolutely. So my background is as a scientist. So I have a, a PhD and I did some some other training after that. So I worked in a lab. I was trying to understand how different molecules communicated in a cell and how that impacted cell growth. So just, I love science. I really love science. And I think science really underpins all of our health discoveries. And so this competition is really a way to get some of that excitement out there to try to explain all of our really passionate researchers who spend their lives um, studying um, eye health, vision research. We want them to tell Canadians um, why they are so passionate about what they do and hopefully um, get Canadians sort of jazzed about their research as well. Yeah, it's amazing when anyone who has a passion, tells you anything about it and shares, uh, breaks it down for you. And, and again, it's so hard, especially if, you know, you're, it's not your field, you don't have the background, but s- simplifying it as, as best as they can. And again, sometimes you just can't because of the work being done. And that's why the folks who are doing it have that knowledge, have that base. Tell us a little bit about the competition, the uh, Eyes on the Cure competition, and what is hoped to be achieved in the long run over this next little while. Yeah, so as you described at the top, this is really an unconventional research competition. So we have three teams who are going sort of head-to-head to compete for vision research funding. So we sort of um, describe it as like Dragon's Den meets a TED Talk. So what these research teams have done is they have put together presentations where exactly like you're saying, they're trying to break down some really complex science and really complex research to make it understandable by 
um, by my mother, by, by you, by anybody, even like me, I have a science background, but I have a very specific science background. I, I don't know about surgery. So we want to hear from them, hear about what they're trying to, what they're proposing to do, why they think it's important and how they're going to do it. And then there are sort of two stages to the competition. In the first stage, they present it to a, a panel of judges who ask some really hard-hitting questions. Those judges have voted on the top prize of $50,000. Mm-hmm. And then all of this is being um, recorded. And on Friday, November 18th, so this Friday, starting at 12 p.m., you can watch this competition, which will be streamed online. And so we are inviting everybody to stream it for free. And the exciting thing is not only can you watch it, though, you get to have your say. So for a minimum donation of $50, you are able to vote for the second prize, which is a $30,000 research award, the People's Choice Award. So it's really an opportunity to learn about science, but also for you to say, what do you think was the most innovative research? Which research do I think will impact people soonest? So you get to be in on on the the decision-making. That is great. You know, to to be involved, you know, obviously – that fundraising portion of it to, to kind of opt for a, this is going to be the kind of thing that's very interesting to see roll out in front of you and operate. But the one thing I wonder is, so if I can't be there Friday at that time, is there a time period to over the weekend, say, or Monday, um, watch uh, if they're available? Uh, obviously, I know you can't necessarily ask questions at that point, um, but is there any mechanism for that? Or uh, what's the time period that, that will follow in, in the aspect for the awarding of, of you know, the, the, the positions and people's choice and so on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on so starting from, I mentioned, Friday at noon, the, um, the video will be available to stream for 36 hours. So essentially till midnight on the, the Saturday. So you've got 36 hours to watch it. And you have 36 hours, and within that time, you can um, vote, or people can vote for it. And then after that, um, we will announce the People's Choice Award on at a Facebook Live event on November 22nd. Um, so, the first prize award, you'll get to hear about it when you watch the video. Um, you get to vote for it for about 36 hours. That's when we've got the lines open, essentially, and then we'll announce the all the winners on November 22nd. Dr. Moniz, when it comes to the voting, uh, I mean, obviously, it's just it's direct impact. That's the core of it, right? You can listen, understand what the the pitches are, and then put your money and your vote toward that, which is really fantastic. Is there anything else um, that you want to cover about that audience participation um, element? Is there you know, something we get to hear from the voters? Do we get to understand um why people voted for who they vote for? Is there anything like engagement wise that way? So what you'll be able to see as part of the presentation, you'll see some of the judges asking questions. And one of our judges is a scientist, but another one of our judges is actually um, somebody who's living with an eye disease. And then you'll also hear some other members of our, of our sort of academy who just have an interest in vision research and so you'll hear some of their questions. So you'll get to see what are some people thinking about, what are some of those questions that were top of mind when they heard the presentations or heard about these projects. And then and you'll hear the researchers try, try to answer that. So I, I think it's a really engaging way to understand a little bit about how um, research is often funded. It's having these sort of tough questions, but I think it's also putting the researchers in a little bit of a different spot than they normally do. They're normally used to talking to other scientists. Here they really have to sort of break it down and try to really get to the 
the nub of what is important about the research to think about it in those terms sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, and the invested that people have in some of the answers they, they want to know about. Where did the idea for the competition come from originally? How was it born? It sort of came out of um, COVID, actually, where everything was sort of thrown into this virtual environment, and we were trying to find ways to connect with our community raise awareness of vision research, but then also support researchers who, you know, during the pandemic, there were just like a lot of other fields, they had a lot of challenges. Um, Their research slowed down or they weren't allowed to go into their labs. They had a hard time hiring. There were supply chain issues. So it was really a way to try to um, support this important vision research community and keep the vision research going. And then it was so popular that we decided to do it again this year. Are you able to tell us uh, some of the focuses, the the pitches that competitors are focusing on? Absolutely. So we have three research teams. Um, One of the teams is from Victoria, BC, and they are focusing on an inherited retinal disease called Stargardt disease, which Mm -hmm. um, impacts children and causes vision loss at a quite an early age. Um, and the second team is based, they're a, a, an interesting team because they're based out of both Toronto and Calgary. They're both ophthalmologists who are also researchers. And they're focusing on an eye disease called retinopathy of prematurity. Mm-hmm. And this is a disease that can impact babies who are born premature and can cause vision loss. And then if it's not treated, it can also cause blindness. Right. And then our final team is also Alberta-based. They're also from Calgary, well-represented out in Calgary this year. Um, they're a team of um, clinician scientists who are focusing on glaucoma. And specifically, they're trying to develop a new surgical technique for glaucoma. Awesome. Oh, boy, does that ever sound great. All right. How can we watch this online and be a part of it? So um, I hope everybody who is listening, if you're interested, please come and watch it. As I mentioned, it's free, free to watch. You just have to register. So go to um, our website. It's FBC eyeonthecure.ca. So if you go to the website, there'll be all the information there. And I really hope that that you tune in to watch. I mean, we can tell you're um, so passionate about this, right? And this approach to doing it, we're all learning on uh, as, as just general public learning so much about just these three conditions that are being uh, talked about with these research teams and then all the other processes um, that goes into research. What's a highlight before we go uh, for you with this competition? Um, For me, I guess there are two highlights. One was actually seeing the camaraderie among the team. So all the teams got together in Toronto a few years ago, not a few years ago, a few weeks ago to to film the initial part of it and just seeing how excited they were to talk to each other, discuss research. They were also supportive of each other. Um, It really reminds you of how they're really passionate about the work they do. And they're really just looking to see great research get ahead. They sort of once somebody said, well, can't can't we just all flip the money? Cause like all the research is so great. So I would say that was the one thing. And the other one was hearing some of the scientists really break down some very complicated um, concepts into into ways that were so easy to understand. And it sort of was a few aha moments for me as I was watching the presentations. Well, it's really wonderful that you came to tell us more about this on the show. Thank you so much. And we hope you get a huge turnout and huge voting base um, to continue with this, this show. Thank you so much. Yeah, so go to fbcionthecure.ca and um, register to watch, please.
Amazing. And we'll put that up on our blog as well, ami.ca slash kellyco, so people have the direct link. Um, have a great time. All the best. Thank you. Dr. Larissa Moniz is the Director of Research and Mission Programs at Fighting Blindness Canada, and we were talking about their second annual competition and airing of Eye on the Cure, this vision research program. Really, really interesting. Coming up in the next hour of the program, while the United Nations Climate Change Conference gathers world leaders to discuss the big picture of climate change, Young Wang focuses on the little things we can do in our daily life to reduce our own carbon footprint. AMI content development specialist Jim Crisco joins us on Voices today. We discuss his passion for video editing, comedy, and camping in the Rockies. But up next, community reporter Mathieu Rochette. He's going to highlight for us the Quebec Federation's Spaghetti Night featuring guest speaker Joe Schwartz, Dr. Joe Schwartz. In two minutes. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.